You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. If you like what you're listening to, subscribe to the podcast. We always enjoy having you. And, you know, if you get a chance, listen to our sponsors. Uh, Enjoy our sponsors, especially Smiley Wan, uh, who's been great to us over the last, you know, a couple weeks years. Have they been on board with our first year? And we appreciate it as we kind of, Wind down the season, then we get, and then we're going to be in draft mode because we're going to do. Oh, wait a second! I don't think we'll do that. Then I ask this question: Then Daryl, why? Why are we still watching? Because we're all sadomasochists. That's not a bad answer. You said you had an answer in the break, and I thought, okay, that was the answer. <laughs> we love the hard part is is that we love this team. We we bleed orange and brown. We have for our entire lives. It's a it's a epidemic that has been put down from generation to generation that makes us every Sunday. And I say it that the Browns are like a religion. I mean, think about it. We all gather together on Sunday and every Sunday is your penance. That's right. So I, I just, at some point though, like, and I'm going to go back to the miles Garrett thing here. Forgive us father. We have sinned. Our team still sucks. (laughs) That's what Browns fans are right now. Right. Isn't there a rhyme that goes to the end of it? Uh, something like that. I'm a lapsed Catholic. What do you want? Terrible. Uh, uh, All right. So uh, l- let me just say, I, I, I mean, we really didn't dive into that. What, what did you think of the fact that Miles Garrett got a one-series suspension? Have you ever heard of that? I, I, I Team captain should never have to be disciplined. For any reason, like, like, so I, I mean, so then here's what you do: you rather the discipline no, no, should no, be to rip it's, it's, off his jersey. I, I'm not, yeah. I mean, I'm Isn't not that the di- discipline that if he can't be a leader, then I'm he not to be a captain. Just, I want to make this clear: I'm not dis- disagreeing with Stefanski discipline. And my point is, if you are a team captain, you conduct yourself above reproach. You're a cop. You're a cop in that place, right? You're, you're, Cops you're, can't speed. Cops shouldn't be speeding. Uh-huh. Cops shouldn't be breaking the law. They're held to a higher standard. Yeah, that's a whole other conversation. Well, I'm saying they're not supposed to. Speaking you know, of we, we personal are. responsibility. Darryl. Just saying. I, I did, it, Thank God he's okay. Yeah. But 
Not smart what he did, plain and simple. I, I, no, I, it, it, it wasn't. But, Daryl, Daryl, do you see my point on how yeah. ridiculous? I'm like, if I'm anywhere in the league, I'm like, <laughs> they gave their best player a series off as a, as a, if you really want to make a statement, find him, the take, off his jersey and rip him away. Yeah, I mean, 100%. 100%. I, I don't get it. Don't out for the fans. He was out for the coin toss, though, Andy. He was, he, was out, he was out for the coin toss. Why are you punishing the fans? What, that's what they did. The coin toss. Am I right? No, you're 100% right. I, I mean, why are we punishing the fans? I don't understand that. What did the fans do to deserve that? They paid good money. They showed that they're the greatest fans in the world by showing up in the coldest temperatures. I, again, I can't let that go. By the and way. And then you're going to turn around and not play him? What? By the way. I, I do have to salute the Browns, and this is no sarcasm. This is from the heart. I thought it was really, really smart and really nice of the team to let the fans that held upper deck tickets come yeah, down to the lower, the, the lower portion of the stadium for a better view and also I think may hopefully help to keep people a little warm. So in all seriousness, from bottom of my heart, I thought that was a real nice thing that the Browns did for the fans that showed up that were – stuck up in the rafters by inviting them down. Um, but it feels like if you're a, a Browns fan right now, Andy, the only thing the organization has to offer you, it's not wins and losses. The only thing the Browns have to offer you, uniforms, face mask colors, Brownie the Elf, you know, voting on logos on the field, and things like that. It feels like that's all the Browns have to offer their fans, which is unfortunately really, really sad that that's all the Browns have to offer is face mask colors, logos on the field, you know, uh, smashing a guitar, you know, leading up to the game, dog pound captain. That's all the Browns have to offer you as a fan because it's, it's not well, the entertainment. It's not the entertainment of winning. It's it, it you know, all they have to offer is tradition. That's it. That's all the Browns have to offer. What happened 30 years ago, 40 years ago, 50 years ago, 60 years ago. That's all the Browns have to offer fans these days. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Are you disappointed in the fact that Brownie the Elf was not wearing a Santa hat? I'm going to tell you that I was disappointed. I wanted that elf to have a Santa hat on during that game. I wasn't disappointed because I understood what the grounds crew had to go through just to just so that they could play a game. So but, you know they got ripped. They got ripped for the condensation that was on the field. That there was still some snow on the. Although if you look at where the snow was, this is what I thought that it was in the ruts where the where the turf was ripped up yeah, is that well, am I wrong or am i right they got to the stadium early in the morning to take the tarp off the field okay that um the field was tarped i know there was like a lot of criticism because it looked like there was a bunch of snow all over the field and that and people were like it hasn't snowed in cleveland in 12 hours why is the entire field wet you know white but 
They took the tarp off first thing in the morning. And the reason they did that, first of all, it was covered in snow. So they had to get the snow off the tarp then to get the tarp off. So that took right. time. And, and, and so so I'm not going to criticize the field conditions at all. That, that The Browns have one of the best grounds crews. Let's put it this way. If the Browns were as good at football as they are or as, as their grounds crew is at doing their job, the Browns would be in the playoffs every year and Super Bowl contenders every year because those are some of the best people in the business. They 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 run both facilities, both 76 Lugros Boulevard as well as the stadium. Those guys work their asses off, and they do a fantastic job. So uh, anyone that was complaining about the field conditions uh, can have themselves a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, Happy Hanukkah, and everything else because those people worked really, really hard just to get that place ready to host a game, considering all the the, the conditions and stuff like that. Um, Here, here's an interesting but, thought for you. Here's an interesting thought. Why can't they? And this might be a little expensive, but why can't they why? build a dome? Well, no. I'm, did you see the survey said that uh, fans are ready for a retractable dome here? By the way, and this is the right time to ask. Are they going to pay for it? I don't know about that, but so no, they're, why they're, couldn't they're, they? And I think about this every time I drive by Cleveland State. Why couldn't they bubble the field when they know there's a snowstorm coming? Yeah, that's and then put heaters just, on it. Though, well, those they do so. The tarp actually has heaters. They put heaters in the end zones by the uprights in that to kind of okay. try to try and keep it as thawed as possible. I'm not a hundred percent certain. I know there's the, the drainage was updated a couple years ago. I'm pretty sure it's it's a heated uh, field too underneath. Like it, it, you know, they can. Oh, it's know, a mess. Jamal White tells me every week that. The reason the field is a mess is because they did put heating pipes underneath to keep the field warm, and, yeah. and that's where the that's where the wear marks are in the middle of the field on the hashes because yeah. of and, that. So, yeah, like my my question is: is could they redo that? I mean, rather than you know with a dome, I mean the field is such an important part of play in there, and we see yeah. that all these new stadiums have a field on a tray where the tray goes in and out. I don't know that they logistically could put a tray They're in at this point have- without. Whatever, whatever they ultimately decide to do when it comes to the stadium, and my sneaking suspicion right now is we're stuck with that stadium, and they're just going to do another renovation to it. That's my so, that's my gut. Okay, hang on. Let's go back to the field here for one second because I, I know at Ohio Stadium what they did at Ohio Stadium when they took the track out and then they built right. the Jesse Owens. Facility yeah, they dropped it down. They dropped yeah. the field down, yeah. but they had to go all the way down to the water table, the Owen Tangy now. I, let's let's be honest. We know what's underneath the the turf at the stadium. Garbage. Well, yeah, it's I mean, landfill. It's, it's, yeah, it's yeah, it's man made land. So uh, my my question then is, I like I don't understand why they can't put some. Why couldn't they tarp off <coughs> off the top? So like you take the top row of the north and south stands, and have like tarp a rolling, that off, and then just blow heaters on the is right over the field or whatever. Yeah, I mean. I, I think the Browns want to put in a club on on field level before they worry about putting a uh, rolling tarp <laughs> for that's over the field. At this well, point, that's okay because I, th- that would be the right time to do it if they were going to build suites on the field. I, you drop I think, the field. I see. I think what they need to do is just build a new stadium, build no, a new dome agree, somewhere. Uh, it just they shove that piece of crap into Lake Erie where it belongs. 
and and either sell the land for development to go there and build elsewhere or i just i'm not a fan of this current stadium it, it's you know i know that there's people in the browns organization that are not fans of the current stadium but they're also understanding of the economics related to it but i just that the field is the least of the problems that they that this organization has. They they need to spend more time, Andy, fixing the product that plays on the field. That's what needs to happen. It's a good point, Daryl. It's a very good point. Time to land this play. Time to land it. Until we talk again on It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. It's been a pleasure speaking with you for the last. <laughs> I feel bad. This was not a happy go lucky podcast. It's okay. It was kind of fun. I feel bad. One day our ship will come in. And you know what? As soon as January 10th gets here, we'll be we'll, we'll flip the optimism switch again, right? The board gets yeah, wiped all clean, and, and we're like, "Hey, they if they fix this and do this and this and that, hey, Super Bowl, right? That's what we do every right. year, right? Every we year. talk our, we talk ourselves into the greatness that the following season is going to be. So I promise our listeners. We'll probably start doing that in early January, the moment the season ends. They're only this away, Andy, from being legit contenders in the AFC. Uh, All right, we made it a full show, and we didn't talk about Baker Mayfield. Maybe we'll do that on the next show. It's always game day in Cleveland for Meredith Kane, our outstanding producer. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. We will uh, talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you. And if you like what you're listening to, please, I'm begging you, subscribe to the podcast. Baker has a better winning percentage than Deshaun Watson does with the Rams versus the Browns. Baker is watching.